Now, here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, Northlanders, we are into the afternoon edition here on a Friday. Uh, Kenny, I think today when we do taps at the end of the show, uh, we are... I'm just reaching for my name here. We are going to uh, do it in honor of uh, Carl Matson, who passed recently. He was a member of the B Company Marines uh, during the Korean conflict era, but served for many years, Carl uh, 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 Matson. But we're also going to do it for the five Marines that they have not given their names out yet that died this week in a training, uh, training uh, case where they were returning from Arizona to uh, uh, their base in San Diego and crashed in the mountains during a blazing snowstorm and rainstorm. Amen. Yeah. So I'm glad you were doing that, that Brad. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I want to get into this story about Lutzen, but I want to first say this. I am not giving you this morning any information that I am making up that I am speculating, or anything else. I want you to know that I am only passing along information from the St. Paul Pioneer Press, okay? This is information that has been uh, deemed so far well, and it's also information that has come right according to the story, according to the Duluth News Tribune. So, so here's, here's uh, and, I, and I will tell you this, that when we read the story about the fire at Lutzen and, uh, and we heard that there was nobody checked in at the lodge on Monday when it burned, I kind of said at the time, I said, hmm, that's rather interesting. Nobody there, not a soul. Well, there was and an employee. I, there was an employee, correct? One employee, it. yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But no guests were there. No guests at all. That does seem a, li- a bit a, bizarre. It does. And this is the time of the year that, uh, you know, skiing, we just heard the ski reports. All the, all the runs at Lutzen yeah. are open. Uh, well, is there a theory? Skiing. Is there some thought to why? Well, here's, here's, what the, here's what the speculation is from, not so much speculation, the actual uh, testimony from the News Tribune and the Pioneer Press. According to story in the in the Duluth News Tribune, several neighboring cabin owners have recently filed lawsuits against the Lutzen Resort and its parent company, North Shore Resort Company, owned by Bruce Campbell and his mother, Sheila, who purchased the Lake Superior Resort in 2018. Much of the conciliation cases filed with Minnesota's 6th Judicial Court were for unpaid rental income and fees for their properties managed and rented through the resort. For example, February 1st, Robert and Karen Nagel, both of Eden Prairie, claimed that they were owned 12 that they were owed $12,935 by uh, the owner of Lutzen Resort. Lutzen Resort and their management company has not paid us the rental income owed for us for our cabin for the months of, Dece- of September, October, November, and December of 2023, Nagel reported. The Nagels also claimed and agreed upon electric bills were unpaid and cleaning did not occur, which left their property in total disarray. On February 5th, Joan Stoll of Dundas, Minnesota, claimed she was owed $11,050. 
I was paid my rent, my rental money through July, but after that, nothing was paid to me. Now these are these are cabins that are located up and around Lutzen, and they have turned the management of that over to the Lutzen Management Company, and they were supposed to be getting paid for the renting out of their property. Um, on February sixth, Jay and Peggy Helverson, both of Edina claim they were owed $15,075. We have not been paid for any businesses past July 31, even as the townhouse has continued to be marketed and rented, Joy Helverson reported. On February 7th, Cliff House townhouse owner Lee and Helen Budvig, both of Andover, claim they are owned $14,293.30. So you've got at least four individuals there that are owed a total of over forty dollars or $50,000. Please note that I and other homeowners of our HOA reached agreement to terminate the rental management agreement on January 7th, the Budvigs reported. Unpaid renovations. Bruce Campbell also owns owns the Superior Shores Resort in Two Harbors, and was embroiled in a dispute with contractor over uh, contractor over unpaid bills. On February sixteenth, twenty twenty three, Minnesota Sixth Judicial Court found that Don Home Construction, a well known name in the Northland, Don Home Construction, a Duluth based construction company, filed a claim for breach of contract and unjust enrichment against Campbell and his companies, North Shore Resorts, North Shore Resort Company, and Shores Inc. Shore and uh, Superior Shores hired the construction company in the fall of 2019 to perform remediation and reconstruction work. The work took place from, Sebi- from February 2020 to January 2021 and was billed at $309,918. According to the records, Campbell paid $125,000 of the $309,000. Don Home Construction began taking action by filing claims for unpaid work at the resort on July 15, 2021. So the construction company was awarded in those claims 146000 but it so far has been unpaid. Acknowledged, Campbell acknowledged his unpaid debts, which have fueled on, online speculation that there, this, this, again, this is unlo- online speculation fueled by people just writing online that there may have been a suspicious reason for the fire. Well, it, Without- it causes you to raise an eyebrow, Brad. Yes. And go, hmm. Hmm. Gee, that sounds a little bit suspicious. Well, and, I mean, all the, interesting- the factors included, everything you yeah. just spelled out, plus the fact nobody was in the building when the fire broke out. Yeah. Well, and and Campbell, when he was contacted by the by the Minneapolis Star Tribune, the Star Tribune did not ask him anything about the suspicious nature of the fire, but he, Campbell without prompting, according to the Minneapolis Star-Tribune, without prompting from the newspaper, he denied those rumors. In other words, he said, I'm heartbroken whoa, that whoa, there whoa, are whoa. people writing. Really? Yeah. Yes. So he starts uh, making uh, 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 excuses, if you will, 
about something that was never asked of him. That was not even asked. Oh, no, come the on. Paper, the Minneapolis paper did not say, you know, there's been a lot of speculation online about the reason the, this fire started. He No, they didn't ask anything like that. He just jumped in and said, without prompting, I deny these rumors. My heart is broken and I feel like I'm a grieving person, Campbell wrote to the newspaper. You have no idea what it's like to lose such a big piece of your life. Wow. Uh, my mom and I were building together. Blah, blah, wow. Wow. Yeah. Now, oh, did, and then, did you mention in the, this story, Brad, or in this uh, uh, discussion here that there were three violations uh, of this yes. fi- of this uh, lodge, three unresolved violations, according to the uh, the fire department, the fire marshal, right. whoever it was. Now, yeah, the fire state fire marshal. They they might be insignificant, Kenny. You just don't know. I mean, they were, I'll give you the three, provide the most recent report on annual testing of the lodge's sprinkler system. In other words, the fire marshal said, we don't have a report on uh, whether your sprinkler system was checked out and and what it was uh, reported. So that was missing. Repair or replace an emergency light near one of the lodge's 32 guest rooms. That was not uh, not done. Provide the most recent report on the lodge's fire alarm inspection and testing. That was not done as well. But here's another kicker, Kenny, and this kind of makes you go, hmm, as well. The resort hasn't paid liquor taxes. It's not adding up for uh, too well here, Brad. No. I mean, no, anybody that not. reads all of this and looks into this, and we're assuming that this is accurate reported information, would cause anybody to uh, think that there's something amiss. There's something that's yes. not right. Lutzen Resort yeah. has also been listed to the Minnesota Department of Revenue posting of tax delinquents, liquors, and wines and beer sales since November. By state law, by state law, this means no wholesaler, manufacturer, or brewer may sell or deliver any product to these taxpayers while their names remain on the list. Wow. In other words, you're going to have a hard time getting products to sell to your customers. Well, I do know that in a lot of cases of fires, they're unable to determine the cause of the fire, but they're going to look into this, and we'll just wait and see what happens. But let's hope that there's nothing nefarious going on here, but... Everything kind of points to something being bad about this. I'm trying well, to I'm trying yeah. to watch my words here. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly because I mean, as, and as I read it this morning for the first time, I thought, well, the first one I read, well, okay, so one guy didn't get paid his fifteen thousand, twelve thousand, then the next guy, there's another twelve thousand. That's a lot of money, 000. Brad. I mean, it is. It's it's a lot of money, and you wonder, well. You speculate, and and you don't want to speculate, but what I speculated the first time we heard about this, I just asked the question, Kenny. I mean, could they have maybe not be having a very good season because of the lack of snow? People not, you know, not going up uh, and taking use of those facilities because it's been a relatively mild winter? You know, it's just question. It, It raises questions, I guess. That's all I can say. Anyway, moving uh, moving along, uh, and we're at that point. We've got to do our uh, first break here of uh, of our number uh, two. 
So maybe we can do that right now. Uh, let me say this. If you have not taken care of what you're going to give your significant other for Valentine's Day, <laughs> you only got a couple days, pal. I'm telling you, today's the 9th. Valentine's Day is the 14th. You don't want to get smacked. And, and I don't mean physically smacked, but you don't want the wife to give you that look on Valentine's Day and, say, you know, be standing there with her hands on her hips, tapping her foot, saying, do you know what today is? <laughs> and you go, oh, I don't know, what is it, Tuesday, something like that? I don't know. No, 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 no. No, here's what you do. Get on the phone today. Pick up the phone and call Sweden Suites in Superior, Wisconsin, 715-718-0713. That's 718-0713. It's not too late for you to make arrangements to have a beautiful box of candy delivered to your wife, your girlfriend at work, or in some cases, maybe your wife and girlfriend both. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm just pulling your leg there. That was that was stick immense in, in jest. But you know, get your significant other something nice, and they've got some wonderful things going on at Sweden Sweets that you can get right now. They've got specials. You can get chocolate covered strawberries. Every woman loves that. It's a way to their heart. They've also got heart shaped chocolate bombs that you can drop in hot water or hot milk and. And they explode into the most beautiful hot chocolate you'll ever find anywhere. They've got chocolate, over 50 flavors of popcorn, freeze-dried candies. They've got a wide selection of old-time and nostalgic candy, as well as many of the current flavors. They've even got real root beer on draft. You can make your own root beer float. You can watch many of the fudges and chocolates being made in their kitchen right through their giant windows. And Sweden Sweets, that great candy shop in Superior, Wisconsin on Tower Avenue, specializes in homemade chocolate fudge and candy. So you know what? Make arrangements to either pick up some great candy for your significant other or they can even make arrangements for delivery options as well. All you got to do is call the store, 715-718-0713 to learn more. Sweden Sweets, 601 Tower Avenue in Superior, Wisconsin, the sweetest place in the Northland. And we'll be back after this first break. KDAL time, 1227, 30 degrees in Canal Park. And Brad, looking at the markets, uh, the Dow is down 70 points. And crude oil is trading up. It's uh, at last check 76. Oh, gosh, what was it here? Uh, We'll get it. uh, Yeah, 76.67. And then gold was at 2039.80. It's actually trading down on the gold. But, uh, yeah. Well, listen, uh, Kenny, I think I almost almost need to say again, I don't want to overemphasize it. We're... The the information that we gave you on Lutzen Resort there, the fire there, we're not speculating that there was a problem of any kind. Uh, all we're p- doing is passing along information. It appears like there was some financial situations that had started maybe back in July. Uh, but again, we're just passing that information along. Maybe all of it is justifiable. Maybe all of it is uh, explainable. But it just does make you think and stop and speculate. Uh, could there have been something going on there? Anyway, uh, Tom from Port Wing has been holding a while, and I wanted you to be the uh, uh, – anyway, we're, we're going to get into um, more as we go along. But, Tom, 
so you've 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 been watching the news. I know you're a political junkie. You see what's going on. When yesterday the special counsel guy uh, basically said, "Well, we're not going to charge uh, uh, Biden with anything because you know he's kind of an older guy. He's having a little trouble with his memory." Is that acceptable? Well, you know, Brad, I, I tend to agree with Kenny. Uh, I think we're we're kind of moving beyond the realm of uh, funny. Uh, what they did yesterday caused great, great damage to Joe Biden. There's, at this point, uh, he's obviously not salvageable, and somebody wants to replace him. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. Um, you know, this is, I don't want to get into palace intrigue here, but you almost have to go there. When the president is elected, that person, all the people around him, they build great walls so that people uh, can't get to him. And this story was left out for a reason. And I think the reason is the Democrats, whoever's in, in, calling the shots, has decided uh, we're going to replace Joe Biden. I listened to that interview prior to him be, being president. I hope somebody digs that up again, because he was quite matter-of-fact that, you know, this was pretty much going to be uh, a one-time event, and before the end of his first term, he was going to uh, exit the stage. You know, wow. and, uh, that, that story in, a, in the real world would have never seen the light of day. I mean, this just wouldn't have happened. People would have been uh, there. They would have talked to these, the special investigator. That would have not come out. And it certainly wouldn't have come out the way it did. I don't mean to be defending the president, but I do like stability. And and I don't yeah. like this idea of nefarious things going on around the president, because this could, could be uh, jeopardy for more than just the president. It's highly unusual that something like this would come out that people didn't know about that didn't want it then to damage him. And that would be people from inside, not Donald Trump. This is not Donald Trump to paid no. enough to have something like this come out. It yeah. doesn't have enough money in the whole, uh, the whole world to offer anybody to do this. So something is going on here, and it is a little bit, you know, it's a little bit sketchy at this point. I don't. Uh, I honestly don't believe that uh, Joe Biden. Now I don't know. It's it's a matter of speculating as well. Who is it then that they want to replace him with? It, Kamala Harris, highly unlikely. No, I do, yeah, Possibly. I don't see that. You know, how about right. how about Newman or Newsom from California? He there's been rumors and speculation that he was kind of moving into that. Uh, into a comfort zone there all along and was trying to keep Biden at arm's length a little bit to let him know why I'm not trying to move in. I'm not trying to take over. I'm not trying to push you out of the way. However, I'd like to be around to help out if things need to be worked on. And I don't know. I have a nickname for him. I call him Karen nuisance. Uh, (laughs) I, I don't think it's him either. He's not, He's not in the loop probably enough. Something is going on here, though. That's all I know right now. This thing smells bad, uh, in my opinion. That 
something is going on, and what this would be the exact time you would do something like that. So, well, and, and let me ask you. Let me ask you one more question, Tom. Do you do you think this when they say that uh, that these two special counsels, the one that was appointed by Merrick Garland, uh, you know, the one to watch over uh, Trump's investigation, and then this one, this her guy, H U R. Do you think they're treating both of these cases fairly? Let me read you just one paragraph out of this this story uh, this morning that was relayed from the New York Times. Uh, in the Associated Press, hers report said many of the documents recovered at Penn Biden Center in Washington. This was that office that he had set up in an in a in an office building, but he wasn't running at anything. But but these documents were kept there in part of Biden's Delaware home, and in and his Senate papers at the University of Delaware were retained by mistake. Quote, unquote. But here's what I go by uh, on that whole situation. It does say that he willfully retains those classified, that, the classified information. That is criminal liability on his part. And then they use the, the, what I call the smoking gun, is they turn right around and say, yeah, but he's such a doddering old fool. We could never yeah. convict him because no jury in, in the world would, uh, you know, vote to convict somebody who's incompetent and such a uh, such a uh, incompetent person. You know, it just yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. on the one hand, they, they convict him. And on the next hand, they turn around and say he's just he's a blathering fool. So yeah. that's where, where the knife is in his back. You know, and I, I have to say, I almost uh, feel like defending him for it because, boy, they they got him coming and going on this. Oh That's boy, you got really... that one right. Well, listen, thank yeah. you, thank you. We uh, we've got you, to take you know, our but CBS Brad, real quickly break. on this topic. Yeah, sure. If yeah, you please. say you make a mistake, is that kind of accepting guilt? Well, <laughs> I mean, President Biden's not. I mean, he. You know, we jokingly but, say, say he's a dummy. At least I do. Yeah. But I don't think he's that dumb. No, no. He knows what he knows the difference between right and right. wrong. You can't keep saying that, well, I made a mistake. I take full responsibility. Well, yeah. Of course you do. Yeah. He's the president, but it, but man. Somebody case, who's the president can't exactly. be that dumb. See, See, in this case, Kenny, that's what they want you to believe, though. This her wants you to believe that all of this classified documents that were found in the Penn Center, found at his home in Delaware, uh, that and behind the Corvette, that they were retained by mistake. And it's a mistake because no. he's a doddering old guy that's no. losing his mind, and he no. really doesn't know what he's doing. You can't hold him I ain't buying it, Brad. You don't put something into a box thinking... Oh, what am I doing with these things? Is this a big mistake that I'm making? Or I don't even know what these things are. I'm just going to put them in these boxes and, and save them. No, 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 Brad. They knew what they were doing. They knew. Yeah, yeah. Even no President kidding. Trump, in his document case, has admitted why he had these documents and that he had them for this and that reason. Joe's just saying, well, I don't know. I'm so stupid. I don't I'm even know why so I had it. No, Brad. Yeah. You, I didn't even no. know what I had or no. that I had or any. Well, here's the, here's the kicker, Kenny. As part of the probe, 
investigators reviewed a recording, a recording of a February 2017 conversation between Biden and his ghostwriter who was writing this book for him. Biden can be heard saying on the recording that All he, men and women created by go you know the you know the thing. Was it that? No, no, oh. no, it wasn't that. He was heard saying that he had just found all the classified s- stuff downstairs. So in 2017, he admits to his ghostwriter, I just found all the classified stuff downstairs. You can use it in the book. Really? And now you want us to believe that it was, it was, uh, how did he put it? A mistake? You know, I'm buying it either. No. And with all the things uh, on Biden right now, I mean, he's got a lot on his plate, Brad. A lot on his plate. And it goes back to uh, Ukraine. It goes back to Russia. It goes back to Hunter. And it all comes up to this. There's a lot there on his plate. And everything is okay. Oh, we can just let him go. This didn't happen. Oh, he's a good man. He's no, no. Well, how well, how about this, Kenny? As a citizen of the United States, with all the things happening in the world, the war with Hamas, the the, the, uh, Russian and Ukrainian war, with all the attacks, 170 attacks made on our facilities and, and people in the Middle East, don't you want to be assured that the person in charge of handling all of these situations is very sharp, very competent? Yes. <laughs> or are you just happy that he's a bumbling old fool that can't remember the president of uh, Egypt from the president of wherever? Anyway, we we got to go to CBS News. We'll be right back. KDAL time is 1242. Brad, I have not said this for a while. It is snowing outside. No. Yeah. Really? Light snow. We might even call these flurries. Now, this morning we got some snow. It wasn't much, uh, but I, I called it a trace and a half this morning. It was so little, uh, but we are seeing uh, colder temperatures and some uh, precipitation in the form of snow. And Justin from AirServe, I'm not complaining about this weather. He loves snow, Justin. Kenny loves snow. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're a true, hardy northeastern Minnesota, you got to love snow in some part of your being. Well, you want a little of it at least in the winter because it it makes the four seasons happen. Yeah, well, you know, and and the winter that never arrives is kind of hard on some people that are dependent on the change of the seasons for their livelihood and their business. So I'm thinking a lot about resort owners and and some of those other folks are kind of struggling a little bit right now. Brad, you bet, you bet, understood. But you don't have to be struggling with your home uh, heating and air conditioning and just comfort level if you happen to know a guy named Justin from AirServe, do you? Well, I have a guy that I've been working with all week, and uh, he has a system that is down. We have him up and running in his home with some temporary heat, so it's certainly a livable situation, comfortable in there. And uh, just going through the steps to make sure that we have a financing package that he qualifies for. We're getting a system in there that is appropriately sized and installed and making sure that we have a payment that he can afford on a once a month basis. So, you know, I've already been at this customer's house three different times this week because I'm bound and determined to rectify this problem that they're having at their home. And you really need to be working with a contractor that's not going to be sympathetic with your situation, but someone who's going to be empathetic with your situation. And there's a big difference between those two things. You know, the sympathy is 
Absolutely. Simple. Yeah, the, the sympathy is something simple, Brad. It's just, oh, well, Brad's having a bad day. I feel bad. And then I carry on with the rest of my life. When you're empathetic towards customers in their situation, you're putting yourself in their position, their shoes. You're trying to imagine what it feels like to be them. And when you can do that on a customer service basis, that means you're going to go the extra mile to make sure that they get what they need and get it as soon as possible so they can get back to regular daily living in the wintertime in Minnesota. Amen to that. And, and boy, you've, you've helped uh, in a number of situations like that. It, but that. That was really good, Justin. I like that. There's a big difference between sympathy and empathy. Yeah, very much so. So sympathy, you know, I have another customer that I'm working with right now, and they have an insurance claim that they have filed with a very large national insurance company, and they're struggling with that insurance claim. They had some standing water down in the basement. They had a floor-mounted boiler that was uh, submerged in about eight to nine inches of water, so for a prolonged period of time. Mm. Now we're in a situation in which we have a system that's shot. It's not repairable. It's an older system with parts obsolescence. And now the poor customer is getting the runaround with the insurance company. And so they called me to tell me about their frustrations in filing their claim. And so I took on the information for that insurance company, the claims agent that they're working with. And I, I called her on the phone yesterday and I gave her the business, Brad. I mean, she's, she's on the other end of an 800 number down in Georgia and doesn't understand that this insurance claim is relative to somebody getting heat back in their home in the wintertime in northeastern Minnesota. And I pounded that fact into her head so that we could get moving on this insurance claim. Outstanding. Good job. Good job. Well, that's the kind of help you may not get from just any old um, heating heating and air conditioning contractor, but that's the kind of help you will get from Justin on a regular basis. Uh, Justin, AirServe, good, good people, a good company. You represent fantastic manufacturers. Bryant, I don't think... uh, uh, can be beat in the Northland uh, as far as equipment uh, availabilities. So if if somebody wants to get a hold of you, if they want to get a hold of AirServe, there's a very simple way to do it. I'm going to let you explain that and how to get a hold of it. And even if you've got a different system, you you have not uh, had AirServe come in and set you up, but you want you've got a problem with your system keeping running, and you maybe need somebody to come in to do some maintenance work or look at what it's going to take to replace it. How do we do that? Our telephone number at the office, Brad, is 218-879-SERV, S-E-R-V, and our website is AirServe.com, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com. Fantastic. Justin, have a great weekend. Uh, you got any money on the Super Bowl? No, you don't bet. I know you don't no, bet. No, I'm just, I'm just looking forward to the food and the party. Me too. <laughs> we'll go ahead and pick who you think might win the game. Uh, well, uh, you know, if the, if the Chiefs won, it would hurt my feelings. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I, I kind of feel that way too. I think the Chiefs uh, have got a little well, bit better. Well, that's all three of us here. then. You, I, and Justin think the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl. Hmm. Well, we'll all be shocked if they don't, probably. So have you heard uh, the latest? All right. What's that? Well, uh, credit card and auto loan uh, delinquencies are rising. Oh, they're just huge. Wow, Absolutely this is huge. awesome. So now those people are going to get a bailout from the president. He's going to uh, forgive those loans, correct? Are you insane? Well, he's doing it for student <laughs> loans. Why not for uh, credit card debt and uh, car loan tra- uh, delinquencies <laughs> no, or auto no, loans? I don't think that's gonna, no, I think I don't he think should. That's going to happen. He well, needs to help the American people. 
Wait a minute. Huh? If he does that, we got to what is there what incentive is there going for us to keep our payments current if we know that every time we fall behind, sugar daddy Joe Biden will come in and bail us out. Sugar daddy Joe Biden. <laughs> that doesn't sound too good. <laughs> no, credit no, card really and auto loan transactions into delinquency are still rising above pre-pandemic levels. This signals increased financial stress especially among younger and lower income households. This is yeah. from the Wilbert Vander Clow What? Okay. Um, anyways, this was on Fox Business News, what I read. But Yeah. Well, and keep in mind, too, Kenny, that there's a huge amount of people that are being removed from their rental housing. Rental housing prices yeah. are going sky high. Yeah. There's been a lot of forfeitures okay. there. So just for the record. Bidenomic, Bidenomics is working, don't you think? I think Bidenomics is clearing up everything. Yeah. Just for the record, New York Federal Reserve Bank Economic Research Advisor said that. What I just okay. read. What I just read. All right. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, uh, we got to go to Minnesota. But that's news not break. that's not Biden's fault. That's Trump's fault. Oh yeah, yeah. Trump. Just it, to it's be clear, all Trump's fault. If there is positive things, yeah. my Bidenomics is making it happen. Yes. If there's something negative, eh, it's left yeah. over from Trump. Yeah, and and President <laughs> okay. Trump is responsible for Joe's dementia. Okay, just so we get this straight. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> that's maybe a stretch, but but we'll go with it for now. Okay, we'll be right back after Minnesota News. The premier supplier of CBD and hemp products in the Twin Ports is Sutherland CBD. And cabin fever will not stand a chance this winter with the products available at Sutherland. Available both online and in-store, have you tried their new Fuji apple or strawberry-flavored can of chill beverages? you got to give these a try, folks. These are expertly crafted blends of natural ingredients and extracts that provide a buzz you will not find anywhere else. Everything Sutherland sells is produced and canned locally and vetted for high quality and responsible production. And their team is dedicated to providing the finest and purest products, and they will never compromise on quality. So relax and unwind with the help of your friends at Sutherland CBD. And the best part? Loyalty sale has begun. Yeah, the loyalty sale at Sutherland CBD. Check it out online or simply go in-store. 1420 Belknap in Superior or their Lakeside store here in Duluth. Look for Can of Chill at your local grocery and convenience stores or simply shop online at SutherlandCBD.com. There's something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear there's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down KDAL time is 12.55, 29 in Superior Light snow is coming down Possibly some accumulating snow Not going to be much, but nonetheless, we are seeing some snow, so be aware that we could see some accumulations, and that always leads to slippery roads and sidewalks. Absolutely. Well, Kenny, we are uh, here on Sound Off. We are uh, getting our ego stroke today big time. Uh, Now, was that Dave in a truck that that came up with that saying, or was that... uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dave in a truck. It was Dave in a truck. Yeah. Okay. 
And we may use that in some promo in the future if you listen to it. Dave, I think, is the guy that said the uh, he he loves our show. He said it's the last great radio show in the Northland for growing ups. Yeah, Dave in a truck. Ooh, say, right. Brad. Uh, we're going to go to our uh, top of the hour news here, and the final hour is uh, just around the corner. Real quickly, you had a name for Taps. You also had yes. mentioned the the five Marines that were killed. And Brad, I got a phone call from Sandy in Duluth, and she said you really should include Toby Keith as an honorable mention. Oh man, you're absolutely right. I never thought of that, but uh, you know, and and maybe well, you know, we want to we want to play Taps. I was going to say maybe in place of Taps today, we ought to play American Soldier. But uh, but I think you're right. Toby Keith yeah. should be included no, we, simply we, because of those kinds of songs. Yeah. No, we'll play Taps. Taps is the... Okay. Yep. Carl Matson, and if we come up with the names of the five Marines that died on that helicopter, we'll, uh, we'll come up with those beforehand. Otherwise, we'll just do it in honor of those. Uh, but I thought that was so touching this morning when I read that story from the commander of the air wing out there that says... We've got people guarding that helicopter with the body of those five Marines in it because that's what Marines do. We take care of our own. Brad, I do have those names. Do you? Lance Corporal Donovan Davis, 3rd Marine Aircraft Wing. Sergeant Alec Langen, Langen, 3rd Marine Aircraft Wing. Captain Benjamin Moulton, 3rd Marine Aircraft Wing. Captain Jack Casey. 3rd Marine Aircraft Wing, and Captain Miguel Nava. They have named Super. those Marines. This just came across the wire a few minutes ago, actually. All right. All Super. five were That's assigned great. to Marine Heavy Helicopter Squadron 361, uh, Marine Aircraft Group 16, 3rd Marine Aircraft Wing. Yeah. Well, and like the stories continued to say, the helicopter was built and designed to travel in the worst conditions but they really didn't think about uh, ice buildup on the rotors and those kinds of things that would happen in the terrible weather conditions that they have out there right now. So, unfortunately, uh, these people paid with their life, and they were in the service of our country. That and Carl Matson, and then, of course, Toby Keith for all the comfort he has given so many American service family members over the years and the amount of money he raised to help with families that needed help as well. So with that said, uh, we're done with hour number two. We got one more hour to come, folks, so stay tuned here on 610 KDAL for more Sound Off on a Friday here in the Northland. Yeah, we don't have any UMD hockey tonight. UMD hockey, the men are taking the weekend off. Uh, They'll resume next weekend. Uh, We do have wild hockey on 710 AM, the game. Uh, Hockey tonight, Minnesota wild hockey, 7 o'clock, drop of the puck. And like Bradley said, we'll be back for hour number three. Don't go away. 